Welcome to Authentic the Podcast. My name is Glenn Manton. 24 hours ago, I shared three questions with my guest ahead of this podcast. Each question was taken directly from the pages of my book, Authentic. I asked my guest to write one word or more in response to each question without prescription or provocation. I am unaware of my guest's responses and look forward to exploring his answers as we sit in an old EJ Holden by the water in Williamstown. My guest's name is Tristan. Tristan, welcome. Thanks, Glenn. Tristan, a lot of time to waste here if we don't jump into it, and I'm keen to jump into it. The first question that I want to tackle that I threw at you was, what is your most treasured possession? Now, as was mentioned, there is no rhyme or reason to the question. Your definition of possession is completely up to yours as to possession uh, treasured. So the whole question is in your court. What's your answer? Yeah, this was a good start, good start to uh, the questions because it really got me thinking. Um, I've never been a materialistic person, you could say. Um, And the simple answer for me, which uh, a lot of people might find funny, is uh, memories. Memories. So that's that's my one-word answer. But just to uh, divulge a bit more, there's there's probably five photos in particular. So when I talk about memories, obviously... uh, in the, in the past, so photos um, of, of family members, um, but there's five photos in particular that I have on my phone, I have, um, you know, printed out that I carry on me um, most of the time, because I really think that, you know, especially the way society is now, um, with the way that uh, social media goes and, you know, a lot of people every, every year change their phone, they forget where they've come from. Um, and for me, family is so important. And, and a lot of those photos actually date back to when I was, you know, two or three, um, with my dad, with my mum, with my sister, and, and just recently as well with uh, my fiance getting engaged. Um, and, and that photo pretty much represents the future. So, so I'm curious, you, you mentioned you have them printed out. So these are photos that are not only electronic on your phone, but you have prints, hard copy prints of these photos. Yep, yep. Do any of them go back to a time where you couldn't, associate them with uh, an instant print of a photo so they're on the old school type film type cameras that you mentioned that they're coming from your childhood i imagine that they're one-off shots yeah is this correct yeah so there's two there's two in particular that uh one was taken when i was about six months old so i'm not going to tell my uh the viewers uh the listeners i should say my age but it, it dates back some time ago um and the other one was probably when i was about two so we're talking you know, back then, Polaroid cameras that I've scanned, that I've scanned. You've scanned scan. those photos. Now, you yep. said five. Yep. You could have answered one. You've answered five. Can you yep. give us a brief description of each photo, and is yep. there one that stands out? Oh, there's definitely one that does stand out. It's probably um, with my dad when I was about three months old. Um, and, you know, it was actually, I've followed in his footsteps with regards to his career. And it was um, when he first started in his career, he was holding me up and his career involves public speaking. Um, and he was hold, holding me up at one of his public speaking gigs. Um, and I've subsequently followed in that career path, but it's been a bumpy, rocky road since then. Um, and it just reminds me of obviously how far we've come together because we've worked together as well. So how often would you look at this particular photo? Uh, once a day. You look at this photo once a day. Yeah. At a specific time, is this a ritualistic type of thing or yeah. you just glance at it? Generally first thing in the morning because it's a part of my goals as well. So it's on my um, goals first thing in the morning. But if I am having a bit of a crappy day, um, if I'm not feeling too good, 
I'll look at that photo and it always gives me a pretty warm, fuzzy feeling. Warm, fuzzy feelings, an easy way out, and I'm not yeah. going to let you get away with that. <laughs> Wouldn't expect you to. What does that mean? Um, so where I am at my, in my life at the moment is a very good place. And that photo reminds me all the time of the hard times, but it also reminds me of a lot of the good times, probably more so good times of late. Um, and, and that photo has been a big, big part of that because my, my career pretty much involves my personal life as well. You know, my work and personal life are much the same. Um, they're heavily involved with each other. So it's not like I just switch off from work. And that photo pretty much represents not only work, but my personal life as well. You are, however, dancing around your personal <laughs> life to some extent here, and I'm going to press yep. on you a little bit. Yep. Why the photo with your dad? It yep. could be a photo with your mum. It could be yep. a photo with yep. any un other yep. number of people. Why yep. your dad? Yeah, so you're pressing a lot. Yeah, I'll answer the question because it is all about being authentic, this podcast. Um, and the simple fact is that dad is very, very sick. Right. Um, extremely sick. He's been sick for probably six years mm -hmm. now. And with what he has, it's, it's not curable. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it, the, the simple answer is I don't hold, I don't take anything for granted anymore. Mm -hmm. And that photo was, you did? I did, I did take a lot of things for granted, um, thinking that things would never change in life, but they always do. But obviously when you're, when you're a bit young, you're a bit, um, you know, simple in, in how you think the world operates. Um, but now I don't think take anything for granted. And that photo is a constant reminder of just living my life to the full. I like it. That covers off one. There's four yep. more photos. <laughs> just give us a brief snapshot, yep. no pun intended, yep. of the other four photos. Um, so the other one is of mum. Um, so the Sorry, I should say the other one is a family photo of myself, my sister, my dad and my mum at an awards night, literally probably three months before he first got sick. Mm -hmm. um, that one there, once again, just cherishing family and, and never taking anything for granted because things, you know, we're all very healthy and happy back then. Things can change at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. um, the next one is with my sister when we're probably, you know, we're only 18 months apart. That one um, was in our backyard and I'm holding up um, a sign that, that forms part of our business as well back then. Um, and it's just a very special photo because both my sister and I are holding on to the sign. Um, and even though she's never gone down the same career path, she's always been a massive support for me in my career, um, which a lot of people listening to this may know. Um, but, you know, she, we're only three or four years old there and she's just been there since day one for me. So you're assuming people are going to find out who you are. At this stage, you're Possibly. just Tristan. So we'll find out <laughs> at the end right. of the podcast if you're going to divulge yep. any further information yep. about you. Yep. I love the fact yep. that you had five photos. Yep. And I don't think that that, given the way you've explained it, would have been terribly hard for you to conclude that they were no. your most treasured possessions, the, the memories associated with those photos. No. Can I ask you... Where does the memory come from, though? Is it something that's generated from the photo or from you, the person? Where does the actual memory come from? Yeah, that's a really good question because when I look at the photo, I actually don't think about me that time being having a photo taken of me. So all those photos don't represent me remembering looking at the camera in that actual moment. But it just symbolizes moments throughout my life where, um, you know, there's been similar circumstances with those photos, ups and downs and, 
it's just a gentle reminder of how lucky I am. You know, in a way, we're all lucky to have family and some people don't have family, you know, have friends. Some people may not have friends, but it's a, it's an up and down road. But those photos, in a way, just they're a gentle reminder of how lucky I am. Let's move on. Yep. Question number two. Yeah. Advice to a younger you. You touched on it a minute ago that times change. People grow. Yeah. They grow and they evolve as human beings. What advice would you give to a younger Tristan? Yeah. This is such a good question because I, I think this also gets you thinking about the future as well and what not to do that you probably, you know, if you had your time again, you probably wouldn't do and what not to do moving forward. Um, and I was thinking about it nonstop, but the, 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 the answer I came to is just getting out of your comfort zone. That's probably the one thing that I regretted the most is not getting out of my comfort zone earlier. So what life. did that look like? Um, just living within my little shell, you know, living within Was that a, a shell in bubble? terms of, well, I was going to say, yeah. is it an environmental bubble? Is that both. an internal bubble? Both, both. So just, and, and you know, now I've, I've got out of my comfort zone a lot, but I keep trying to push myself. But um, career path, you know, I was kind of, I've only ever had the one career path. I've never tried to do other things. And, you know, I've always lived in the one area. I lived overseas briefly, but... Where did you leave overseas? I uh, lived in America. Lived in America for a year, but didn't really travel. It was mainly for sport. But, um, you know, I, I didn't really get out and see the world and experience new things and new jobs and maybe travel interstate, live overseas. I never really did those things, which if I had my time again, I'd get out of my comfort zone a bit more. And that, that also comes down to learning new things about life earlier on, which I think would put people in a much better position now um, when they're, yeah, a bit older. How do you practice getting out of your comfort zone? I think trying to say yes more instead of saying no. So this is probably a perfect example of what we're doing True. right now um, is, you know, could have quite easily said no and, you know, just gone home early and, and had dinner, but instead said yes, you know, just, just being open-minded when people suggest something, go try it. You know, it's easy to throw the I'll say yes to anything type yeah. mantra into any conversation. But what is it that actually pushes you to say yes, to get involved? Because for me, and although this podcast isn't about me, it's about yep. you. Yep. I will share that saying yes is just part of the process. Mm. Somehow you've got to be able to fulfill the next yep. steps. Is there something that you do that helps you fulfill the following steps after saying yes? Um, I think it makes it makes me feel like I'm a bit more not open-minded. What I'm trying to say is that new experiences mean that you yourself mentally and I think spiritually as well, um, you're a bit more open to things and... Um, your comfort zone, you you feel a bit more confident. I think it gives you confidence. And I don't mean jumping out of a plane, you know, or bungee jumping or something. But maybe, you know, for me, I was never really big at public speaking. Now I do that for a job every day of the week. If I didn't actually practice and push myself to actually try it, I never would have done it. And I probably wouldn't be as successful as I am now. But also helping other people to get out of their comfort zone. So, you know, some people I work with that don't want to do certain things and I get them and I push them to, 
you know, say yes. And then afterwards, they actually feel like they're a better person and it's a flowing effect. They, they try to push other people. And I think the world kind of becomes a better place when people push each other in a nice way to get out of their comfort zone instead of all, everyone living in a, in a shell. Failure, what does that mean to you? I think that's a part of getting out of your comfort zone as well because you're going to fail. Um, and I remember... How often do you fail? Every week. Every week. But it, when I first started getting out of my comfort zone a lot more, the rejection was, uh, you know, I took it personally and people didn't like me and, you know, you you'd want to go home and crawl under the doona. But now it's it's a matter of I've got this saying next. So I just move on to the next thing. So you've, you've been hurt in the moment. You've lost in the moment. You've failed in the moment. You're now interested in what comes next. Yeah. Yeah. And what's pushed you into that space? How it's have you that, about relationships and you know those type of things as well, um, the things that don't work out. But yeah, yeah. So what pushes me? What pushes you to that next level? Um, I don't. Is it is it money? Is it fame? Is it power? I think in a way I want to leave a legacy. Right. And I don't want to get to sixty and just have twenty billion dollars in the bank account, but no one remembers you. I think. People remember you by how you treat them. And, um, you know, it's going a bit deep now, but, you know, it, it's not all about bank account. That's probably something I've realized over the last five years. Depth is very good. So yeah. what is it all about? If it's not about money, what's it all about? Helping others. Helping others is probably something I've tried to do more so lately because, um, you know, you can... If you don't help others, you've got no support networks. And, and most of all... Um, it's satisfying to see people grow and actually, as I said before, it's a flow and effect. So see people grow and then naturally they want to help others as well. But coming back to what I was saying, it's a legacy. So I want to be able to, in a way, probably be like my dad was. And every day now people, people say to me, oh, you know, he helped me do this, he helped me do that. He being your dad. Yes. You know, as part of what we do, our job. But he, he's left a legacy even though he's not in, he doesn't work anymore people remember him for being that really good guy. They didn't remember him for having a lot of money, but he would naturally, he taught the talk, but he told it how it was. He was a straight shooter and he helped people. We'll allow the listener to put some pieces of the puzzle together as you're talking. Yeah. I'm certainly generating a picture in my head of who you are and the way you see life and the way your father has influenced that. Yeah. Uh, not to discredit your mother at all or anyone else <laughs> in the family, but I know your father is a pivotal part of your yep. thinking. Let's continue the conversation. And as we said from the top, this is unsolicited in terms of there's no provocation, no prescription. I'm not sure what your answers are going to be. I do know that you answered the first question via your mobile phone where you've obviously taken some notes. Mm -hmm. You leapt into the second question without referring to your phone once. Yep. That's quite interesting. I'm curious to see how you look at this third and final question here on Authentic, the podcast. Favourite song lyric and or song, something that's shaped you in that musical space I personally think that we are driven by music. I'm very, very interested to know what your thinking was around this question. Happy for you to take it in either direction, if it's a particular song or a particular lyric or series of lyrics, if you will. How would you like to answer this? Very easy. One song. Wow. Lose Yourself by Eminem. Well, this is really very curious. Again, our listener can't see that the look on Tristan's face was as if he'd been asked what last plus one is. It was a very easy answer for him to share. 
although I'd say the actual song itself has caught me off guard. Okay. Not, not because I wouldn't associate it with you or anyone else, just because it is a song that possibly could be thrown into this mix easily because it is a provocative song. Yep. But I think there's probably going to be something a little bit deeper. Yeah. So tell me about it. Well, I think firstly Eminem's underrated for everyone listening, but um, I didn't actually hear the song until I watched his movie. Right. So Eight Mile. Yep. Great movie, and obviously, you know, true. Why is it a great? So, why is it a great movie? Because it's about what we just spoke about: failure, um, getting knocked down, getting back up, getting out of your comfort zone. Like, really, how many times did he choke on stage? Um, and, and you know. Rapping and battling—that's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty intense stuff because they're in front of hundreds of people and they've got to try and de- degrade the, their um, competitor. But the the song itself um, is once again—it's about getting knocked down. It's about you know only having one shot, and I think that in life it is true. We only get one shot at life. Um, you know, you, it's like the yolo—you live only once. But really, we live every day. We only we die once. So um, I think Lose Yourself is all about that, having having a crack. Having is there a, crack. a lyric within the song that stands out or it's the, the overarching Mum's song? Mum's Spaghetti. Mum's Spaghetti stands out. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, you only get one shot. How often do, would you Do listen? not miss your chance to blow. Okay. Right. Sung like a typical white boy too, I'll, <laughs> I'll suggest. Our listener didn't realise that until now, although I'm sure most people would probably pick the voice. You said that you looked at the photo of your father quite regularly, if not every day. How often would you listen to that song or re- reference that song? Probably, yeah, not as often. Probably once, once a week. You know, you once... still listen to this song once yeah, a week. Yeah, definitely. In its entirety. Yeah, definitely. When? De- uh, if I'm driving to an appointment to meet a client, because what I do, my industry is a lot of rejection. You know, mm-hmm. we go and pitch business all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people want to deal with you. Sometimes they don't. They may not like you they, for whatever reason. But, you know, some people take that personally. It's rejection. So it might be on the way there to get pumped up for the appointment or it might be on the way out of there when I when they tell me, look, sorry, we're not going to use you. You know, you feel a bit deflated. That song picks me up. It, you know, just reminds me that at the end of the day, it's life and... You know, you look at coming back to not only Eminem, but a lot of other people have been knocked down in life. Um, you only get stronger by getting back up. I have to ask, and I'm being sincere, do you pump the hell out of that song when you play it, when you listen to it, or is it just something you subtly listen to in the car? I'm curious. No, it's something I subtly listen to. I don't pump it or you know, I start screaming out. But I more so think in my head rather than sing the lyrics and yell and shout. But I, I think about a lot of stuff in my head. Um, that you know, you know, get deep and and just think about life and what I can do better. Um, what are the next steps for me? And that song kind of just gets me thinking about all that stuff for some weird reason. So who is Tristan? So I'm Tristan Tomasino, real estate agent. If people want to get a hold of me, I'm on Instagram, Tristan Tomasino, and I'm 29 years of age. Thank you to Tristan and thank you for listening to Authentic the Podcast. Whilst we're out of time now, we can continue the discussion electronically via Facebook and Instagram, where you will find me by searching Glenn Manton, and further material associated with this podcast by searching Authentic.
To purchase a copy of my book, Authentic, please head to www.glenmanton.com.au forward slash book. I look forward to your company again soon.